Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Go With The Flow. If you've clicked on this link, I appreciate you. Just for a little bit of backstory, I've wanted to start a podcast for well over a year at this point. And this year, I've started journaling every day. And the one thing that I have from January 3rd is I kind of want to start a podcast. So it's kind of cool that tomorrow, February 1st, the first episode is about to be released. Kind of cool that I was able to sort of turn it around that fast and actually get things going. The general idea for the podcast, I'm still trying to hone in on, but I've now recorded three episodes. I just know that I wanted to be for college students, talking about our college experiences and then also touching on things going on in the news, entertainment, pop culture, sports or whatever. I think the first episode was a little bit rough around the edges, but you, I think there was a clear jump from the first to the second and then also the third, which is kind of great to see. And that also kind of confirmed that I'm going to want to keep doing this. So as long as people will be guests on the show, I'm going to keep putting out more episodes. So if you're listening and you would like to be a guest, just reach out to me. I'm, I want to talk to any and everyone, college students, wherever you go to. And also feel free to reach out with comments, questions, suggestions, crit- criticisms. I'm, I'm open to it all. This is supposed to be a process and it's one that I'm going to enjoy enjoy going on. But yeah, it's not supposed to be too serious of a podcast. We're going to joke around. We're going to fool around. We might have some serious conversations, but we'll we'll kind of see where it goes. We're just we're just going to go with the flow. And yeah, that's that's a that's a pun that I'm going to be making a lot. So yeah, without without further ado, let's let's go with the flow. So I have my first guest here with me, yes, sir. and there's a few reasons why I decided to go with this guest first. First reason is that we live together, so out of convenience, he's right next door to me. Second reason is that he's one of my closest friends on campus, and third reason is that he's the one who encouraged this podcasting dream of mine, so <laughs> now that you've encouraged me, it's kind of your job to go along with the ride with Follow me, so, so <laughs> yeah. I would like to welcome Jaylani to the show. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here, honestly. It's, it's a really exciting thing just to see an idea, like, jump off, so we're getting it going. Yeah, we're, we're getting started. Uh, so Thanks. could you just introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, how you sort of got to Princeton, stuff mm-hmm. you're involved with on campus? Yeah, so I'm, I'm Jelani, Jelani Chow. Um, I'm a junior here studying mechanical engineering. Um, and I'd grown up between Senegal, West Africa for my first five or so years, and then moved to Oregon on the West Coast. Was back and forth a little bit, and then was in Oregon from like 2008 up until I came to Princeton. Um, yeah, and, and it's cool being here. I think, like like most people, I was just excited to I think get out of the West Coast bubble, like come to the East Coast, I think it's cool. I don't know what else would have brought me over here, um, just living on the West Coast for so long. Um, and now that I'm here, yes, interesting people, interesting stuff to learn about, great resources. Um, Wait, quick question. Yeah. Is, do you agree that New Jersey's a better state than Oregon? Because one thing that I've found <laughs> is that a lot of people come here to Princeton, New Jersey for school, and all of a sudden they want to destroy and absolutely say not the best things about New Jersey. So what, what is your take on the great state of New Jersey before we get going? <laughs> for me, it's, I don't know if I'd say it's better than Oregon. I mean, it, all the things that I'm solving for, right? I got here and I was like, damn, this state is, is, is flat. 
Like, where I'm from in Oregon, there's hills everywhere. There's we got trees, mountains. Trees. There's, there's trees nah, in New Jersey. Y'all got, like, little humps. Like, we got, like, mountains. You know what I mean? It's a different, it's a different thing. We'll get into... Actually, no. We'll, we will get into this later. That's one thing I didn't even think that I wanted to talk about. But we will get into what makes New Jersey so great later we'll on. We'll see. But my bad. Sorry. Keep keep introducing yourself. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the things you do around campus? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I think when I first got here, I quickly got into club soccer. Um, always been a really big soccer player, Barca fan. Um, and then I got into PBMA, Prince and Black Men Group, got involved in the African Student Association, PASA, um, for a while was spearheading this group, a uh, hip hop empowerment conference, and we were trying to get a conference here on campus and bring a bunch of big artists and mm-hmm. like politicians, activists, a whole bunch of people, um, just talk about hip hop, um, and how it relates to society. That was, that was pretty fun. I saw my first Dreamville, uh, email. I was talking with, like, Cornell West. You got a Dreamville like, email? I had never seen it in my life. This is, the, this is the first that <laughs> I'm hearing about this. You know how much yeah. I love Dreamville. How is this the first? You wait till, till the inaugural episode of the podcast to let me know you got an email from Dreamville. Okay. It was cool. It was super cool. And then, and then COVID happened, so that, that had to kind of go on the back burner. Um, but, but that was a lot of fun. I had a great team. Um, you hoping to get that back on track for next school year? I think it would be cool, too. I think that there are a couple of things that, that I've been kind of, uh, haven't taken a lot of my time recently, but if the opportunity presents itself, I would definitely, definitely love to do that. Um, and yeah, I guess I kind of built out a lot of the contacts and, and the network that uh, I would need to make it happen. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah, lately I think a lot of my stuff has been, um, uh, I got involved with this group on campus, PSV. It's a recent group that was started. Um, Prospect Student Ventures, where we're investing in like student entrepreneurs, um, and also doing some pro bono work for industry venture capital firms. So that, that's been pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, shit, I'm gotcha. part of Ivy, See, you know, <laughs> Spelman resident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some activism, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and for everyone who doesn't know, Jelani is probably one of the most involved people that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Like I said, he's the reason that I'm starting this podcast. I've been talking about, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for well over a year, but I've never sort of had the impetus to want to actually press record and actually start doing this. But like three days ago, we were just sitting watching basketball. I don't even know how the conversation came up. I was like, I kind of want to do this podcast. He's like, so what stopped me? Let's do it. And I was like, oh, word. <laughs> and now, and now yeah. here we are. So we'll we'll kind of we'll see where this goes, which I'm kind of excited yeah. about. But um, are you you excited to be back on campus? I'm super excited, and uh, I was here last term as well on mm-hmm. campus. Um, and I think if you were to walk around, it would look similar. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a few dorms lit up. Um, not many people out walking around, nothing like that. It was cold as hell then, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think now, even just walking around, you can just kind of feel that there's people around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super exciting. I have bumped shoulders with a few friends, which is cool. Um, and yeah, I feel like spring is also just like a better time, like Agreed. vibes-wise. Yeah, like it's I getting, agree. days are getting longer rather than shorter, you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I remember because last semester I was living right off campus, right right off Nassau Street, and I would come walk through campus a few times, and it just felt absolutely dead. Yeah. And it was yeah. so depressing to see the campus that is usually so bubbling at that time of the year, having absolutely no one on there. Yeah. And I think when I moved back just a few weeks ago, I could already feel the difference. I saw the groups of freshmen all excited walking around, <laughs> taking pictures of the buildings. I'm like, this is, it's sad that it took y'all this long to get here, but it's kind of, 
kind of nice that you guys are finally back. Yeah, made it finally. And yeah. would you? What would you say you miss? Because this year's not going to be a regular one, unfortunately. Yeah. Because obviously the pandemic, everything going on. But what would you say you're you're gonna miss the most about sort of the regular Princeton life that we got to experience over the first year and a half that we had? Um, what have I been missing about regular Princeton life? I feel like, I mean, the obvious one, I guess, would be the people just being able to like walk around and run into the heads is, is cool and. Mm-hmm. Um, people are you know the best part about Princeton so, so that's a big bummer Agreed. I think also just not staring at my computer screen um, it's been a good time <laughs> my, my forehead be hurt and my eyes be hurt after a while um, so so I think that's really fantastic and then of course me being uh, in the engineering department like mm-hmm. I, I have lab work and uh, you can't really do that remote like they mm-hmm. tried somehow but it was it was not at all the, the same thing. So gotcha. I'm get back in the lab, I guess. Yeah, and for I me it's even say that. Because <laughs> 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 <that. laughs> for me it's even the real simple things. Like I think I was able to sort of get into a very good groove by sophomore spring, which is when we got sent home. Yeah. When I was able to really budget my time well, I I would nice. I had my studying habits down. I never really used to like watch TV shows during the school semester, so I had really everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And then we get sent home, and I, when I tell you I watched the whole season of Homeland in that second half of the school semester, <laughs> and it's like 80-some episodes, and it's just my study habits are completely gone. Yeah. Now that we're just back on campus, but we st- we're still not going in person, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make myself go to Firestone, which is yeah. a library, go make myself study, that type of thing. So yeah. I'm kind of worried about how COVID's like, affected my my abilities as a student. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The, like, study habits thing is real. Like, totally, COVID required us all to rethink, like, how mm-hmm. we can study and shit. Even just not going to the library, like, mm-hmm. is a bummer, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and um, I think this is one thing that I've really been trying to consider ever since we got sent home, because... At this point now, we've lost, what, like a year of our college experiences, which are really only four years that we get such a unique time in our lives that we honestly, we're not going to get this year back. Mm -hmm. And so I started to look back on the year and a half that I had in person. I started to rethink the things that I would have done the same, the things Mm -hmm. that I would have done differently. So do you think for yourself, is there anything looking back at the, your college experience to this point, and is there anything you would redo Mm -hmm. or what would you change if you could start your college experience over right now? Yeah, I think for, for me, the biggest thing I would probably do is maybe uh, make more space for my co-curricular stuff mm-hmm. with my academic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I think that like engineering is super cool, there's a lot of stuff I'm interested in, I think I didn't quite realize how many co-curricular things I would also think were dope, would mm-hmm. also want to work on, mm-hmm. sometimes even more than my school stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it would have been, yeah, maybe coming in... Uh, give myself a bit more breathing room academically mm-hmm. um, and try to do some of those co-curricular things. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I think mine's a little bit different. I think, because I came in with the idea that college was a very unique time in my life and I was mm-hmm. trying to really take advantage of everything that I that, that was available to me at Princeton or just at any university. Mm-hmm. But I think that, because I came in pre-med engineering, and so my first yeah, semester... Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> you said CBE. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I don't know what I... I mean, I know what I was doing. It was my parents, but that's a whole different story. We'll touch on that in a second. Maybe another episode. <laughs> that's That needs a whole episode to unpack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that might be therapy, actually. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I came in, and when I tell you that my 
first semester at Princeton, I studied more and I put in more effort academically than I ever had, mm-hmm. only to not see, see the results. That's the thing. Why not tell you my grades were bad at the first semester? Dog, that, it was in the, my GPA was in the gutter. At this point, it's now well recovered, like I'm doing better, but at that point, it was in the gutter. And so I think I spent a little, I, I was looking at things like I spent all this time academically focused on all my work and I still am not seeing the results. And that sort of took yeah. away from everything outside the classroom. So for me, that was the one thing. I think mm-hmm. I would definitely come in different major, not come in pre-med, and that would have really allowed me to really explore and do do more things yeah. coming in. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's kind of like a theme of Princeton's, I feel like. like yeah. That was whole, like, break you down to build you up. Exactly. Like, I'm waiting on the build up. <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting on the build up, bro. <laughs> and you, yeah, these are, you can remind me of things that I want to get into to yeah. later, even if not on this episode, but on future episodes. Mm-hmm. Once, you know, we really get into the flow of things. Yeah. But um, speaking about this particular semester being all COVID, you know, COVID really driving the way everything's run. Yeah. I have a prediction as to who's going to be the first to get busted, throwing mm-hmm. a party, get kicked off campus. I would like to know first who you think, what group do you think, if any, is going to be the first to get in trouble? Because I think yeah. some, someone's going to get thrown off campus and Princeton's going right. to come come hard really down on them. So yeah. who do you think that's going to be? See, I want to say the freshman. Oh, you I okay. want to say the freshman. So who are you going to say? Like it's the easiest target. You know, they haven't had a college experience yet. They're going to come on and do something. something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's also the group who maybe doesn't quite know what they can get away with yet. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. maybe because of the ambiguity. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> they're coming in thinking, um, like, obviously they want to party, they want to do stuff, but at the same time, they don't really have a perspective on how hard will Princeton come down on people for X thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe they play it safe. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to think that the sophomores, the sophomores. might be... The first ones to go. Okay. It's, it's a, it maybe it's a warm take. I like. No, that's I feel a, like you know they they kind of have an idea of what they can get away with. Mm-hmm. So maybe they play closer to that line. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they've only really been here that a year or half a year, three quarters of a year. Three or something. So maybe they still got yeah. that bug to get out and party. Gotcha. I don't know. That's and see, I'm a counter that, and I don't agree that I, I like that take. Though. I like mm. that you're thinking differently. This is what I like. I don't mm-hmm. want people to be on here agreeing with me. <laughs> the reason that I think it's the it's going to be the freshmen and not the sophomores is the sophomores, like we said, they're here for three quarters of the semester. They've been able mm-hmm. to at least establish friend groups, and they at least know people around. So mm-hmm. if they want to do something, they might be more discreet. They could pack people into their dorm, maybe be a little bit more quiet, that sort of thing. Right. But the freshmen. They don't know anybody. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. When I was walking around, the other, I heard the story of, like, just freshmen just, like, stopping people, like, asking, oh, it was you who said this. You were, like, a group of freshmen yeah. stopped you and asked you what year you were. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, the huh? phase where, that's the phase where they're in right now. They're just yeah. trying to meet anybody that they can. Yeah. If they hear that there's any sort of social gathering going on, they obviously will want to attend. And don't get me wrong, I completely understand it. If I was in their mm-hmm. position, I would have been kicked out last week. <laughs> because, I mean, we, we all come in with this idea of college, we're like, oh my gosh, yeah. and obviously, like, study all that stuff, but come on. We wanna, yeah. We're looking forward to the parties, being independent, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like, I see these stories about all these colleges who were in person in the spring, I mean, in the fall, and you have people getting so angry at these college freshmen, like, how can you do this? Like, you're yeah. so selfish, like, oh my God, how can you be doing all this? I just think no one really takes the time to realize that if they were in the same boat, they would probably be doing the same things. Like, these kids are starved for any sort of friendship and communication. We were all quarantined for so long, so 
100%. So, in short, I think it will be the freshman. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it so they can kind of divert the attention away from the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I will be, just for the for the very clear record, I will be following the rules and following the regulations. As group is not going to come breaking down my door. But, um... Yeah, I think I think it's looking like it's gonna. I my prediction is it's gonna be groups of freshmen who will be a little too excited about the party mm-hmm. and maybe get they'll get that knock on the door from Peace yeah. and it's like y'all y'all gotta bounce real yeah. soon. <laughs> I'm curious like what freshman relationships are gonna look like for the rest of this year. Do you mean as, as far as year. friendships or like dating or what type of relationships? Just like all kinds of relationships. Gotcha. Cause I feel like they they're maybe partly formed online mm-hmm. or. Maybe there's like fewer friendships that are deeper because it's online, mm-hmm. and then how does that shake out when you come to campus? And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a, it's just an interesting thing. Like we're in January, seeing the big freshman packs, yeah, which are usually already broken up. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. by this time of year. So true. It's, true. I look out my window, yeah. I see him not walking six feet apart. No, I got the itch to snitch, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> itch to snitch. That's a good one. I'm gonna write that down. But I won't, cause we got these big spelling windows. Everyone's always walking by. Yeah. It's funny because they said they sent that real aggressive email a couple of days ago. They're like, "Those of you on campus, we see you. You need to be six feet apart." It's like they got eyes everywhere. Yeah, so I'm trying to prevent someone snitching on me by snitching first. That's 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 <laughs> the mentality they have us all under. Exactly. It's real funny. <laughs> but I'm real quick, you mentioned the like Facebook group chats and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a purpose in people doing that whole bio post in the friendship uh, in the in the class face Facebook group? And do yeah. you think any friendships have actually formed from that? Because I always look at those and I'm like I don't know what y'all think is going to happen here. You're not going to post you love Homeland and someone's going to respond and you'll be best friends and that be uh, it. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you kind of see the purpose of those being? That, that was kind of my attitude. And full transparency, I didn't have a Facebook when I got into Princeton. Okay. I had one like in middle school maybe and there was just some photos that didn't need to get out into the world. Are you saying that they're still on there that we can No, I deleted it. The data's gone. Fair enough. Smart man. Gone. Nothing's ever gone. We'll find it. We all go. Okay, we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I got rid of mine early, so I didn't really know what uh, what was going on with like the class of twenty two Facebook um, when we all got in. Mm-hmm. But my instinct is, is similar to yours. Like I don't know how what's all gonna happen for me posting my name and, and hometown mm-hmm. in a in a Facebook page. But that being said, I do know someone, a family friend who's a freshman now at NYU, mm-hmm. who had created a somehow connected on Facebook with other freshmen. Now they had like a six, seven person friend group. They mm-hmm. were zooming all the time, mm-hmm. and now they like moving in together off campus kind of deal, which is like novel. Like I don't know how common that is. But Fair enough. I feel like that might be happen. yeah, true. Probably more makes more sense this year, I guess. Than Whereas in regular yeah. years, you're not gonna meet your best friends forever in those friend friend groups. Yeah. But us uh, <clears throat> sort of keeping the COVID conversation going. Mm. I. So we had this conversation yesterday. Remember my little proposal as to what I think the Princeton community as a whole should do? Uh-huh. Uh, so this is what I'm thinking. Just I'm just spitballing here. Let me know what your thoughts are. So I'm thinking, we have since most people are coming back to campus, I think, I think it's like 4,000 of us. Mm-hmm. There have been a few positives. Mm-hmm. One of our very close friends who we know, he's in Butler right now, mm-hmm. quarantined, because he got, he got a positive test. I'm thinking we have everybody gathers in Poe Field, Mm. Positives included. Mm. We do a little, a little, you know, a little shindig, not a party, <laughs> but just like a little social gathering. <laughs> so a little, a little, a little social event, you know, maybe 
spread a little bit. We get some herd immunity going. Uh-huh. Maybe some people get it, and then everybody has quarantine for two weeks. Uh-huh. Two weeks, everybody has the immune responses. We uh-huh. have the antibodies, and for the rest of the semester, we could pop the eating clubs open. We just <laughs> get things back to normal. So we just get our own Princeton community popping again. Right. Those are just, I, I just came up with that idea the other day. <laughs> I don't know how foolproof that'll be. I don't know how healthy it'll be. Yeah. I don't know if I email Ice Group or if he'll agree, but yeah, yeah, yeah. just what, what are your thoughts on that? I think <laughs> it's worth plan. writing a letter. It's worth writing a letter. See what happens. You're, you're saying we just get everyone to get COVID today. Yeah. Since we're in a healthy age group, we recover in two weeks. Yeah. And then we get back to normal week three. Yeah. Shit. It's a three-step plan. You're it's an efficient a three, man. It's a three-step you're, plan. You're an efficient three, thinker. And three weeks, we're good. How yeah. long do the antibodies last? A couple months? Something like that. Something like that. I'm not going to endorse nothing, but... I'm not... I mean, this is... I'm, like I'm just spitballing here. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if Fauci will support this recommendation, but I'm just spitballing I, I, I could see it being one of the quicker ways mm-hmm. to, to get a lot of antibodies mm-hmm. around campus. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I'll link up in Pofield, passing the what, cup around, you be sharing snacks. I don't know about sharing, just socializing. You know, we've all missed each other. Not saying we got to go around sharing like tissue paper uh-huh. or something. I don't know. Just like everybody socializing. We all get together. I, dude, like I said, I'm just spitballing. I just, I think we're all in the same boat where we want to be over this as soon as possible. So, yeah. that's just me thinking about the fastest ways that we can sort of get through this thing. Yeah, it's true. No, that'd be quick. <laughs> I can see, I can see you're not we're so already, bored. Maybe, but I, okay, I think this, this idea might be done here, which is okay. <laughs> but, um, I, I've said so this, another thing that I've been thinking about is, because we had our seniors last year who they had the end of their senior year abruptly ended and they got sent home with a quarter of their semester left. Mm-hmm. We have this year's seniors, the class of 2021, who are getting a whole final virtual year. And then we have our class, the juniors, 2022. And then, so I'm think my question is from the classes of 2020, which is last year's graduating seniors, to this year's freshmen, the class of 2024. Who do you think this has affected the worst? Is it affected the worst? Yes. I think, well, the seniors class of 2020 definitely had it rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think of, if you think about it, they only had like a few months disrupted by all of this. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the rest of us have had coming up on a calendar year now. Mm-hmm. Um, my next thought is to give it to the freshmen, mm-hmm. to be honest. The current freshmen, twenty twenty four. Freshmen, the twenty fours. Yeah. Because. I think it, I mean just imagining starting Princeton online is like, I, I cannot fathom, bro. Like I was in person barely getting through. This yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So I don't know how the hell they they they're doing all of that, keeping up with classes, like meeting people, staying just mm-hmm. like happy and like a positive person, like, bro. That, that that's difficult, and and I think they're gonna be the people that have I guess not the most time because technically I guess we would be the most we would be having spent the most time at Princeton which is disrupted by COVID Mm -hmm. yeah we've been here to see the whole thing through yeah but no I gotta say the freshman I can't imagine starting Princeton online bro yeah I think I think there's a there's an argument to be made for each of the classes I actually think that 
our class, 2022, is in the best position. Mm-hmm. If we're able to have a regular senior year, which at this point I'm hopeful we will, I think yeah. it's looking like we we kind of not got it. Obviously, this has affected everyone negatively. This has been like we talked about earlier. This has disrupted such a unique time in our lives. Yeah, but I think I'm gonna. I for me, it's a toss up between 2023 and 2024, and the reason that mm-hmm. I say that is 2023. They got sent home three quarters of the way through their freshman year. Yeah. When I look back at my freshman year. I realized the amount of change that happened, but both like socially, academically, in that last stretch of the year, yeah. as well as the start of this so- as, yeah. as well as the start of sophomore year. Yeah, that's whether true. Be- I think because a lot of people come to college, they form their friendships mm-hmm. just based on necessity. But I don't think it's up until not until the start of your sophomore year that you're really able to find who it is that you want to stick around with. You yeah. lead some friends off, you add some more. So I don't think that they really got that opportunity to find out who their friends really are. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of friend groups that might exist a lot of necessity, whereas they might have broken off otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking that because of that, that they they might be the ones who got affected the worst by this. But then I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the freshmen, and it's like... It's- it's, it's like ridiculous. it's like damn like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> like yo, all I gotta say, all I gotta say is online OA. Online OA, bruh. How you gonna stand in the middle of your backyard? Yeah, I don't FaceTime? know how. I don't know how they did that. Bruh. They're basically still gonna be freshmen next year. I always say that sure. next year there's gonna be two classes of freshmen. Yeah, and funny. then I guess we'll we'll kind of see how things go from there. Yeah. But I, as far as my final answer as to who I think got affected the worst, I'm gonna give it to 2023. And now they gotta do virtual bicker, which we're gonna get. We're gonna get into bicker next, yes. But it's been an all around bad situation. They didn't really get the time where at the end of their freshman year, at the start of the sophomore year, they would really get to figure out who they were as a college student. That is a prime time. So I'm gonna give it to 2023. But um, yes, on to the next conversation, which Mm. we were talking about a little bit before this bicker. Which for people who might not go to Princeton, we have the eating clubs, and in your sophomore spring year, we have 11 of them. You're able to join some or try to join some. Half of them, you can just sign in and you automatically become a member, and the other half, you have to do something called Bicker, which is the, the process of like trying to get accepted into the clubs. And so, Vicar is a real controversial thing, and there's a lot of people who want to do away with it. They don't think it's un- they think it's unfair. They don't think it provides enough equity, that sort of thing. And I think we we both look at this from from very different perspectives. So, could you explain what you were telling me beforehand about just your thoughts on Vicar mm-hmm. and as far as if it should continue going forward? Yeah, absolutely. So I think. Um I think that I fall on the side of thinking that the current process of Vicar is not the best process. It Agreed. doesn't. Agreed. It doesn't meet the values that we've set up. Um, it, it doesn't create the most diverse, the most inclusive space. Um, and it just feels kind of weird. Like I was telling you that the process, no matter how you go about it, really, the process is having a bunch of people judge a bunch of other people mm-hmm. and determine who they think is cool, who they mm-hmm. think is like someone who fits club culture or whatever mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. um and, and then you're supposed to come into the club and now we're trying to figure out how do we make these people feel more welcomed well we just spent a whole week judging these people mm-hmm. and now we're gonna say come into the club and why don't you feel welcome yet like mm-hmm. it, it's, it seems really contradictory to me um and so i was uh, kind of prompted to think that maybe the best way to go about it is to just avoid 
having students be the one who is judging and critiquing and determining who comes into the club mm-hmm. and just have someone else do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So what if all the eating clubs, instead of allocating a whole week of everyone's time to, to doing all this whole process, you just put your resources together and make one like bigger, um, I don't know, board, some mm-hmm. like committee, um, like an admissions committee, mm-hmm. who can just take in uh, rising sophomores or rising juniors, um, take in input from the student who's bickering, take in input from the clubs, um, and have some kind of professional background themselves, um, and they can be allocating who goes to what club kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah, because then you just avoid all the like implicit biases that students might have against other students. Mm-hmm. Um, you avoid any kind of just like um, animosity that might be carried forward after the bigger process is mm-hmm. over. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I what I think would be the the best as far as just equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. But you know, it depends on what we're solving for. Gotcha. And I yeah. think I I completely agree with you that bigger is not the best system for trying to get new members of the club, but. I'm not quite sure. I don't think that's, first of all, that's the thing. I don't think anyone has found this perfect solution, which is why, like, all these this, these discussions are happening everywhere. But my, well, in regards to what you said, I don't think the answer is having people who are not themselves members of said club be the ones who pick. And also, I think this, this is a conversation that can be expanded to, to encompass just anything. It doesn't even have to be eating clubs. Just any sort of, any group of people that are trying to welcome and allow new members into their club dance group sporting club whatever it is it doesn't have to be it's not unique to bicker this happens at any university Mm -hmm. i think there is a problem in in the current members being the ones the current members effectively judging because that's what it is you judge just like Mm -hmm. when you're rushing you judge that that's what it is Mm -hmm. if you're applying for if you're trying out for a a soccer team you're judging but Mm -hmm. that's different because it's sort of based on skill so Mm -hmm. i guess those are a little bit different but my thing is i think Big for what it is, it it has an effectiveness to it in getting people who would be good fits to certain clubs to mm-hmm. join. So I think the people who join are good fits, but I do think there's a whole group of people that are left out. And mm-hmm. so that's when it's like, how do we, what is that solution to getting the people who might be the the minority in the club to feel more accepted and more welcome? Because I, yeah. I think there is something to having... Because every club has its own identity. Any, I, and again, I want to expand it past the eating clubs. I think any group has mm-hmm. its own identity. And there is something to the members of that group knowing who it is that they want to hang out with. And not even on a level of like, oh, that person is not my socio- socioeconomic background, that sort of thing. Just mm-hmm. the people you vibe with. Like, there's, I'm a social guy. I'll talk to anyone. But I don't get along that well with every single person. Right. Not that many people, not everybody gets along with me. Mm-hmm. And I, there's people who want who wouldn't want to be around me on a daily basis, and there's people I wouldn't want to be around on a daily basis. Just like in mm-hmm. a setting where it's just strictly social, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And like I, like I will have a conversation with anyone, I'll talk to anyone, but when it comes to something like that, I think there is something to being able to, there is something to having some sort of screening or barrier for entry for people, mm-hmm. but I think the issue comes in the way that it's applied when the results are that it's the minority students who are left out, it's the people from different socioeconomic backgrounds who are left out. So mm-hmm. that's why it's such a complex thing. Like no one knows what the perfect answer is for any like accepting people into any new sort of group. So mm-hmm. it's just it's a real complicated question. Yeah, I think it is, and I think that you're right that if it's about a group 
remaining consistent in their culture or mm-hmm. just keeping the same vibe from indoctrinated group to indoctrinated group, I think that it maybe it does make sense to have that group be the ones who's judging and determining the next person to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's if we want to preserve like consistent culture or mm-hmm. preserve traditions that have come from, from you know history. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think a lot of people are feeling like we don't actually want to preserve a lot of that stuff. Fair enough, yeah. Um, like a lot of the cultures, a lot of the traditions, a lot of the norms that we have in place in eating clubs, actually maybe it isn't best to keep those things around. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like, uh, yeah, we should change some of that. So I think if we want to sacrifice the value of tradition for the value of like equity and, and diversity, mm-hmm. um, then I think we got to do away with, with the current bicker process and have someone else come in who's trained to be welcoming who's trained to avoid their uh implicit biases and, and have them at least help facilitate who's going where and for what reason mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it's again you know what what do we value yeah do, do we really value diversity that much which i don't know sometimes i think maybe we don't as much as we say we do Agreed. you know what i mean yeah because we do like hanging out with people who reinforce what we think and exactly. into what we're into yeah. and you know yeah and certain just, friend groups you know, form for like, certain reasons yeah. people tend to similar people tend to trend towards the same social groups even just taking eating clubs out of it mm-hmm. whether it's friend groups sports teams because like club soccer is one example of things yeah that's just i think that's a group that gets diverse group of guys but mm-hmm. like-minded in certain ways that makes it easier to hang out with that sort of thing. Yeah, right. But it, because it's a sports team, it's the skill and your ability that gets you into that, and it's not just having a conversation and getting judged. So yeah, it's a yeah. Who knows? Bicker, yeah, bicker is something. I I don't see it getting scrapped. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna get scrapped. I don't think honestly. I see more charters happening where it flips from <laughs> sign into bicker. Yeah. That's the thing that I was trying to push um, in conversations I've had is maybe we don't need to just uproot everything all at once and completely change it and then put it in the perfect way and let it be. Mm-hmm. But maybe we just build into things just uh, an easier way to trigger change mm-hmm. so that change is just more frequent and, and more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, shit. So, so rotating who gets to choose the, the, the meals and the music mm-hmm. and the... Um, uh, what do you call it? Initiation procedures and mm-hmm. like, n- not have so many set in stone traditions mm-hmm. that any kind of one voice can just uh, become homogenous for the whole group. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Word. And I think uh, that's uh, yeah. We could put a pin on the on the bigger conversation and go all the way back to talking about the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so you gonna bring this back? Yeah, we yeah we, yeah, we, we could yeah we couldn't we couldn't end without talking about this all over again. But, um, yeah, so, just a few, because I end up having these conversations way too much. You can't come to this state <laughs> for school and just think you can and shit all over it. It doesn't make any type of sense. <laughs> so, the greatness of New Jersey, I think, is very underrated. First of all, uh-huh. we are perfectly situated between New York City and Philadelphia. So, that's true. easy access to two great cities where you don't actually have to live in them. So, yep. And I think that's a good thing to have. That's we true. actually have the best public schools in the country. Okay, That's sure. a fact. I'm, sure. not, I'm, not, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> this, this is a fact. Best public schools in the country. Uh-huh. You were talking about mountains earlier. We got mountains. Okay. Right, right. You don't there have is, mountains. We, do have, we have mountains. <laughs> we might not have like a uh, mountain. Like, what if, we yeah. don't have what you have in 
in, in all, all the way on the on the West Coast, nah. but we got mountains. We got the Jersey Shore. We got Snooki, JY, all of them. You're but gonna also, claim that? That's also, that's in the plus yeah, column. Of course it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're gonna claim that. We also have. Oh, there's other beaches. There's Belmar's the point. Uh-huh. I'm not a big beach guy, but if that's your type of thing, it's, it's there. there. Okay. You got Atlantic City. You want casinos? You want to go gamble? Mm. It's there. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm not hearing any negatives uh, yeah. about this great state right here. Hey. <laughs> so I just I just think we need to to get some yeah. respect put on our name. I'll give you I'll give you beaches. In Oregon, we don't even call it a beach. We call it the coast because there's no way you're going to go swim in that, hang out on the beach. I'll give you that. There you go. That being said, you could surf over there. What, you could also mountain bike. You could also sand dune. You, you could, could do all those things here. You could kayak in whitewater rapids. You, you could, could rapid. kayak in the you river. You could rock climb. You could go camping. You could go backpacking because we got terrain, bro. Everything hills, just, trees, rivers, ocean. We got all of that. Everything you just said, you could do in this great state of New Jersey it's, also. There's no way. Is it, where's your ski mountain? You got a ski mountain? We got... You got a ski mountain? See, I've never personally been skiing, uh, 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 so I can't confirm or deny where you know we have skiing. Why? Because you live in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 not true. that's not true. That's not true. I got tons of friends who go skiing all the time. Uh, is where? 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 I, I don't know because I don't go with them. So that's the thing. I think anything you're looking for, you can find in this great state. Nah. So aside from ski mountains uh-huh. also if you just think about the air bro and the cleanliness and the nature of things the nature yes yes Did you, nature nature man y'all got your nature here is weak you got weak nature i don't even know what that sentence means <laughs> how do you have bro. weak nature it's the the green spaces here are lacking the the, the tree side you got small trees have you been you to have. the princeton battlefield that's a I lot of, that's a lot of greenery you've been to poe field I have. a lot of greenery i have it's, Campbell it's, Finney, it's lots, 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 lots of we gotta, we gotta get you out to the West Coast so you can see. We do not have and you to get can out compare. To the West Coast. <laughs> you can see what I'm talking about. I'm good. I'm good. The soccer <laughs> games are too early over there. There's a lot. There's a bunch of reasons I can't live on the, the West Coast. Soccer game thing is true. Soccer games are way too early over there. There's too many animals. We got, too mount, we got mountain lions and shit. Yeah, yeah, none of that. Deer and everything. So that's the thing. I think anyone that I, anyone who comes on this podcast, I'm gonna have the same conversation with them and have them try to argue why their state's better than New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And they're going to fill every single time. Because the things they mention won't yes. stack up to everything that I'm mentioning right now. Nah, so man. we got one knocked off the list in Oregon. Slid you right we, below we, New we Jersey. We talk about sports. We talk about we got U of O. Nice basketball, football. You do have Nike. Women's soccer. You have Nike facilities. Nike came out of Eugene. You got Hoagie Haven. Well, we That's what I thought. Prince Pucklers. That's who? Prince Pucklers. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> who is you that? been to the West Coast. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've been to both places. I've been to both places. So I think you're just lacking in perspective is, is what it comes down to. I don't think so. And see, this, no. Oh, my. And so this is, these are some of the things. Jaylani, we have these sorts of arguments all, all the same time, all the, all the time. Uh, Jaylani, this is just a quick little story. When did you get your Twitter account? Uh, a year or two ago. A year or two you ago. You're going to call me for my professionalism? That's exactly what I'm about to come at you for. Because J-Line, we, we, we're a little bit different in the way we like to approach things. Like I said, this one of the most impressive guys I've ever met. Everything he does, he does very well. Top of the line, top quality. But here's the thing. I think that that doesn't need to be brought to certain social medias. And so, this man, he gets a Twitter account. I'm like, oh, word, my boy's on Twitter. Finally, we're going to see, like, the real Jay Lonnie. Because I know you. We have group chats together. I, I know who you are. Yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. 
you got your professional thing going on, but I know who you are. And so I'm like, okay, he's on Twitter now. We're going to see who the real Jelani is. Uh, Tell me why the man comes on like, oh, my God, if you're an engineering professor, blah, 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 like, please reach out to me. Asking questions of the day. Like, that's oh, not a tweet. I did not oh, tweet like, that. Oh, I wish, I wish I pulled up your tweet. That I should have. Next that. time you're on, I'm going to have your tweets up. He's all on things like, oh, what do you think the future of Bitcoin is? Asking stuff like that. I'm like, question. dude, it is might it, be, but leave that off Twitter. Question. Twitter, no, 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 no. Here's the thing about Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool of negativity and sadness and evil and that's that's why it's my favorite platform that's where people are the most honest people are mean on it people are mean yeah, people are crazy. and so I didn't appreciate your positivity and your prof- <laughs> like leave that on LinkedIn bro we don't need that on Twitter oh, it's, here's the thing VC Twitter it goes crazy are you a, did you, know. you just claim VC Twitter is something VC you're part Twitter, of? It, it bops, bro. That shouldn't be something you ever want to publicly repeat, it's dude. Not, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a place to be. That's all I have to say about it. That's all I have to say. You got to tap in once you're there. That's it, man. All I'm saying is that, that was just meant to discredit everything you said about New Jersey and Oregon. If you're someone who goes on Twitter to tweet about Bitcoin and venture capital, I don't know if I could really take, take what you yeah. said that seriously. Take it that seriously, man. Hey, we gotta, you know, once that, that big break comes, you know, I'm gonna start tweeting at Elon. That's know, why, dude, you know, I still have you muted that. to this day. On Twitter? On Twitter. That's fucked up. I muted you on Instagram for a day or two also, because nah, you brought that just, same stuff over there. You just kind of unfollow. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna, dude, because you're my boy, I'll, I'll leave you with the follow. I'm not gonna unfollow, but the mute is definitely very active on your page. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You'll I'll take, take that? That's a good compromise. Fair enough. And my fair numbers are still fair very enough. You know, fair I'll enough. So, uh,. As we're starting to sort of wrap this up, what well, we're already 40 minutes in. This is going yeah, a lot better than I expected. But um, our weekly runs. So, Jelani and I, this last semester, every Monday, we would go to the track, run. I'm not going to say how far we run. That's none of y'all's business. <laughs> I'm not going to have y'all judging me because everyone's all active on this campus. Right. Oh, I do half Ks. I do mar- whatever. Yeah, I don't care. 16 miles. Exactly. Exactly. 16 miles for every Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick up. Mm-hmm. So, we did that. Every Monday last semester, are we gonna do that again? I think we should. I'd like to. Do we I'd have to? That. I don't know. If we have to. I'd say that. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Every time I wake up on Monday morning, <laughs> there was not one Monday I wanted to get out of bed. But I was like, damn it, Jelani's out here overachieving, doing better than me. Like, I, I gotta show up to at least this. I felt the exact same way. Oh, that us? The amount of times I typed out a text, like, oh, I can't. <laughs> Something's <excuse. laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> More than half, I'll tell you that. Well, that's the thing. That's why it's a it's an accountability system. Because right, then, like right. you know, we pull each other out and, uh, and you know go running. Damn, I guess we're running team. again, man. I think we got to. And at least now you know every Monday I show up, there's not going to be one Monday that I'm looking forward to it and that I'm happy <laughs> to be there. But yeah, I, I guess it's something that we got to do. And then I guess uh, the last thing I just wanted to put on the record is mm-hmm. ping pong. Oh yeah. How I, how I whooped you in this. No, 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 hey, hey, don't lie. Hey, 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 relax. <laughs> okay, so I think one of the, I don't even know how we started playing, but we've, I don't yeah. know if there's a ping pong table on campus that we haven't played at. Yeah, but just for full disclosure, I think the first like 20 times we played, I probably whooped you like 16 That's or 4. That was probably like the starting record. Six. Hey, let me finish. Can, it's my podcast. Let me finish, okay? <laughs> it was probably like 16 or 4, but I remember, there, I will admit, there was one break where I came back. I was off my game. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You probably beat me by like ten, like ten in a row. So things mm-hmm. probably average out around that point. But ever mm-hmm. since then, I kept smoking you again. I don't know that. So true, but I, just, I would like to know what happened that break. 
I, he came back all of a sudden. I do, dude, I don't know. Yeah, you, you wrist, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You were, you were giving me tips on how I used to play. Yeah, yeah. You're like, dude, your backhand used to be better. Than this. I'm like, you're right. You're like, you have more curve on your, on your yeah, serve. I was like, like, you're right. I was like, yo, you good? Like, I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, that that was just the last thing that I wanted to put on the record yeah. is how much I smoke you in ping pong. That's, but that's I also not what really you said, enjoy, though. That's is that, that not what I said? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I said there was one stretch where I messed up, but for the you, most you part, said I, you said I coached you in ping pong. See, my, see, this you hear how intelligent this man is. You hear the the artist spin right there that he's able to put on my words. That is not what I was saying. Nah, but um, I think 40 minutes, this is solid. I think we'll wrap it up, but just, Jelani, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Uh, like I tell you all the time, everybody needs a Jelani in their life. One of my favorite people, one of my best friends. Very glad for Princeton for bringing us together. And, hey, man, this, this podcast, if it goes nowhere, it's on you. If it goes somewhere, it's on you, too. Okay, word. That's a 50% equity stake? Is what and, and, that was a... Oh, wait, real quick. No, 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 real quick. This was going to be something that I was going to... Should we do the Would You Rather? In the yeah, spirit of going with the flow? Okay, let's beautiful. Run. I didn't even say go with the flow one, one time. That's the name of my podcast. All right, so I put together a list of Princeton-specific Would You Rathers, all right? So no explanation, yeah. just, just answer the question. Got you. Roma or Whitman for dining hall? Roma. Okay. Would you rather go to a varsity sports game or to a dance show? Depends on the show. The, no, you could answer the question, bro. All right, I got to say, uh, I got to say dance. Dance, good dance. answer. Eating club or co-op? Uh, eating club. I forget which one the co-op is. They make food. They, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OA or CA? OA. Okay. Yes, sir. Bridge year or global sound? Uh, interesting. Um, I say global sound. Okay. It was a long time. Wawa or Hoagie Haven? <sighs> Wawa. Okay. And finally, A and B or IBM? What was the first one? A and B. Alchemist Barrister, the oh, yeah. bar. Uh, I gotta go A and B, actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. Solid list. I think I'll try to expand on those. But yeah. again, Jaylani, thank you for going with the flow. I know that's mad corny. I'm. It's it's okay. <laughs> you know, lie, but thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. <laughs>